0: AJ, what's up? Do you ever think about the fact that we have a platform? A platform? Like, we have an audience, right? And we have a platform. And I think that with that comes a level of responsibility, yeah? Uh, yeah, we got to treat them with respect, not pi-
1: not send bullshit their no, way. No, 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 no.
0: Not, not like a level of responsibility for the audience. They're going to uh-huh. listen to us or they're not going to listen to us. I don't have control over that. What I do have control over is what we put into the world. Okay. Are you going to put garbage into the world? Is this where you're going? I have a message that I think needs to be shared with the world, and a hill that I'm prepared to die on, and a hill that I think needs to be pushed to the rest of the world. Okay, what's that? Because we spent 2019, and I think a little bit of 2018, pushing a lie, a lie that I'm very upset about. What it? And
1: okay, you're gonna get to the point. Or you're gonna keep doing this dramatic build-up, dumb shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the point is that for too long we've been told this crock shit lie. That Africa by Toto is the greatest song ever made, uh, arguably is, yeah. But it's not okay. What and is in an arguable thing? What
1: would you say is a song more compare better than Afri- Toto's by uh, Toto by Africa? The greatest song ever made is, in fact, Shake It, Shake It, but but sh- what? By Fatboy, no, not Fatboy Slim. Uh,
0: what, are you, what the fuck are you I'm talking I'm sorry, hold on. Let me, I need to take this. Oh, from really? The top. Wow,
1: this must be really a good song if, like, you can't remember who it's fucking by. Fuck you. I can tell you something that's
0: better than Africa by Toto. I really do want to take this bit from the top, Blake. I fucked up so bad, please. <laughs> Blake, I fucked up the bit. It's not shaking. It. The you, song is called Hey Ya. <laughs> No, yeah, but it's how it's got to live now. <laughs> oh, fuck. I fucked up on PSA. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, good. I was, like, being all dramatic and stuff, but, like, now I feel really shitty and really bad. The greatest song ever made is Hey Ya!" by Outkast. It is not a Toto's Africa. That song fucking blows. Toto by Africa sucks. the song's bad. And for, like, a whole last fucking year, we oh ended God. the decade on a fucking lie. We ended the decade on a lie of everybody being like, oh... Africa by Toto is the greatest song ever made. It's not. It's Hey Ya! by Outkast. It's always been Hey Ya! by Outkast. It always will be Hey Ya! by Outkast. Hey Ya! by Outkast came out in the 2000s, and it's the greatest song ever made. But if it's, they're talking about the greatest song of the decade. That's 2010
1: to 2020. No, I'm saying saying that dumb
0: fuck. I'm saying we closed the decade out by everybody pushing this shitty agenda that Africa by Toto was the greatest song ever made.
1: Oh, okay, so you're being like, hey, let's look back on every year, uh, like the past 2020 fucking years, right, of 2020
0: is a new decade. We can take it with a fresh start. We can take it on the correct step. Uh Uh-huh. With a truth. One fucking truth in today's oblivion. Okay, well... Hey, y'all, by OutKast is the greatest song ever made. And uh... we have a responsibility to push this, Blake. (laughs) okay and with that with aj's bad agenda
1: so the are you with me or are you against i'm against you because it's like the best song ever is fucking i'll be watching you by the police incorrect yeah it's an amazing fucking song because it's so creepy and good and atmospheric hello everybody and welcome to spiritual successor i guess a fucking music podcast now Talking about dumb songs that were written forty plus years ago. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. I'll do the whole podcast episode about this. <laughs> no, this our whole podcast is we have to take everybody's games ideas and turn them into like, what would this be as a music album? What would be a can of tomato soup rolling on the street? What would what kind what? of what? Yeah, that was one of our submissions that we got. If uh, I believe it was from Gazer, you have to play the Campbell soup can run uh, rolling home to your to your child. No we, no, we already did that. That's Project Slime. Hold on. Wait. Wait, what fucking segue did you take to
0: get to that sentence that you just said right well, now? Well, I'm saying if you want to make this a music
1: podcast, okay. what we do is is we normally take your lovely ideas from Reddit and Twitter of fake video games or idea pitches and we talk about what that game would look like. I'm saying is we take the, those ideas and then we adapt them to music albums okay. <laughs> for fucks, for <laughs> no fucking reason.
0: There we go. Okay.
1: <laughs> do you want to do that with one of our submissions? Just... It cannot be an Absolutely joke. not. I'm not no. doing that. Okay, fine. This isn't a music fucking... Like, uh, let me go back to my original stance. Okay. AJ, this isn't a fucking music podcast. Don't you dare bring that up ever in our podcast. Or okay. We... Next week, we'll talk about the Anime Awards, and we'll be
0: smitten... Oh, yeah. The Anime Awards are coming around soon, and I will absolutely subject our audience to listen <laughs> to us talk about that. Fuck it. <laughs> it's our show. So, we take your lovely submissions
1: from the internet, from Redder... From Redder? From Redder. From, from Reddit, Twitter, and and email and youtube though aj's a bit That's bitch boy not official channels. <laughs> and we uh, spend the episode talking about those lovely ideas and at the end of it finding our nugget and making that into a full-fledged game idea. AJ, do you want to pitch me a game that isn't music related? No. Actually, I got a game that's yeah, music related. Holy shit, I got a game that's music related. This is like one of the last ideas I got. This one comes to us from Melbent at Melbent SSB, a new rock band spin off where every player uses a different Japanese rhythm arcade game as their peripheral. So we have Dance, Dance, da- I was going to say Dance with the Dead, but that's not at all nope, what it that's is. That's a band, not a peripheral. <laughs> uh, dance, Dance Revolution. Then you have that little drum one where
0: you have like the, the, the two sticks and the, the big two drum. Two sticks and the big drum. Okay, and then you have the one where you have like the two little knobs that you're jiggling left and right and up Uh and down Uh uh-huh so you know what's even cooler then you have bands that
1: have two drummers you know what the other drum set's gonna be it's gonna be donkey kong's drums like conga set fuck yeah
0: (laughs) okay and then um one of the other peripherals that we got is like that one peripheral that's for the Hatsune miku um arcade game where it's just like a bunch of like square circle triangle and you tap the right button really yeah i saw that at round one once oh shit
1: okay so so what is the are we just playing anime openings yeah, probably.
0: And I think mm-hmm. that like
1: I wanna do a battle of the band's mechanic. Cause you know one thing that always bothers me is cause AJ and I were having a conversation about this before we were looking at all the anime awards and discussing who had the best anime opening. You can't talk about that today this week I'm because gonna. we're talking about I'm it go- next I'm, week. Guess what? I'm gonna fucking talk about it because it's oh. relevant to our game, AJ. All right. So you know, one dispute I always wanna I wanna we're gonna use this game to f- to decide who has the best opening. So you gotta play that opening better than the other person. And then you win. Better than their opening. It's an amp versus amp arcade game. It's an amp versus anime arcade game.
0: (laughs) We will always have this arcade game going with all five of their peripherals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on opposite sides of the arcade. Okay.
1: And then you have to just play it louder and louder? You
0: play it as loud as you can, and the winner will be whoever is whoever has more people on their side of the arcade. You know be a fucking nuisance too?
1: The worse you play, the lower your volume gets. The better you play, the higher the game volume yes. gets. So you actually are overtaking the other person's audio and in this in this
0: giant arcade. The higher the difficulty, the louder the music is also. So you can't just play on baby mode and like make everybody listen to the Attack on Titan opening. Oh
1: holy shit.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could try, but I'm going to be on the other side with all five of my friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're going to be on the hardest difficulty, rocking out to the Naruto openings, and oh, we're just going to be jamming that through the whole. Okay, place. really
1: quick, uh, really quick, AJ. Uh, not, uh, what anime song would you go with? The Naruto openings, that's, the one from that's, the Chunin exam. You mean Sambo Master, dude? Yeah, yeah you, you you are terrible with. Why music would moves. I know that? Do I look like a first, weeb to first, you? <laughs> first, the uh, the hey Ya song that you. What did you
0: call it? I called it Shake It. <laughs> And I was wrong, and I made a mistake about the world's greatest song ever made. I would do uh, Again by Yui. What opening is that? It's Full Metal
1: Alchemist, dude. Like, the really fucking jam-packed one. That's a good pull. It's a good fucking anime opening. Give me a game idea.
0: Uh This submission comes from Twitchguy222 on Twitter. Hey. Is that a new user? Welcome. Uh, this is Pure. I believe Pure sent us a submission uh, okay. last Yes, week. Yes, they did. A game where you're an accountant in a fantasy world. And you have to give your magical clients the best deals. This is also a permadeath game. I don't know how. Make it work. I think the permadeath thing, the first
1: thing before we figure out the fantasy, I think the permadeath aspect is not necessarily you dying, but no longer becoming an, an, an credible accountant in this universe. So that person no longer gets hired. And that's I, their version of permadeath.
0: I'm a little bit more interested in a world where accounting is a life or death situation. And I think that you are maybe like the accountant for some sort of like barbarian tribe Uh huh. where if you fuck up the math, you are going to be killed by the barbarians. You're going to be chopped up and consumed for math power. You know what we can do? And then the next best mathematician within the barbarian tribe will take over as accountant.
1: You know what would be really cool? We do this Civ style. So you know like at the beginning of Civ, you can can decide which uh, civilization you are with and that will dictate where you start on the planet. At the beginning of the game, you can figure out which accountant tribe you want to be for. Yeah. So you can be like, I want to be an accountant for the barbarians, which is a high risk, high reward sort of vibe. So it's if you fuck up like more than once, you die instantly. Yeah. But they're they going to be making money all the time, constantly raiding and pillaging and getting like new income there. So you're going to get a shit ton of money. Yes,
0: that's probably like the hardest one because they're always making money. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So it's like you don't really have to do a whole lot of budgeting for them. So it could be like, <laughs> oh
0: yeah, that's true. Very, very low budget expenses on a barbarian raid because yeah. they'll just pick up whatever the it's fuck like we they need, find. We need some armor, okay?
1: Let's go pillage and get some, get some fucking armor. We found
0: a door on somebody's house, so that's my new shield because I'm a barbarian and I have no fucking rules. Oh, fuck,
1: dude. There was like some series I watched where that it was literally that a guy was using a door from a doorway as a shield. Seriously, and it was like the coolest fucking thing. I'm like, I was like, I never thought of that before.
0: Doors are just shields that sit in one place. Doors really are just shields from the outside world. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, what are some of the other places?
0: I think that there's a knights class, Uh, class? and maybe those knights are elves. And like, I like that idea. We double down on the idea that they're just. They're too poshy to pick up any sort of rabble. They only- Oh, but my armor has a chip in it. This will not do. I must go purchase a new set of armor. Accountant? Accountant? How much for a new gold-plated armor? And then you're like, Gold-clated oh armor my would be fucking so... god, King you know, Jerry. You know what's so fucking
1: dumb? Like what? I've seen in so many like fantasy things where they just wear gold armor. You say it's dumb, but it's actually fucking cool. It's cool, but armor, you just take a fucking sword to that? Iron sword or a steel sword? It's going to pierce right through it and you're dead. You're,
0: you're going to get blood all over your dumb ass armor. Why would they attack me? I'm wearing gold. Clearly they know not to because attack me. Because they know
1: you're poshie and are like, that man has a lot of money. I'm going to
0: fucking kill him. They'll know that I'm super powerful and more much too menacing for them to take down. No, it down. means you had
1: rich parents. You fuck up. I'm
0: too rich. Poor people can't attack me. <laughs>
1: That gives me super Gilgamesh vibes. It's like, who gave you the permission to look up at me after
0: being attacked by them? Gilgamesh from fate, of course. From
1: fate, yeah. And he also has gold armor because he's a posh. Because
0: it's the correct thing to do. The king of kings. The problem with this group is, of course, as we mentioned, any sort of scratch or ding in their armor, they're going to want to try to buy new armor. They Mm. are going to hemorrhage money.
1: So is the whole thing about them. they
0: won't lose any fights. They're very good at fighting. Just uh-huh. are so expensive. Gosh, dang it!
1: These these remind me of kind of the Athenians, like in like real ass history, because they were kind of poshy and didn't want to fight too much, but they were like pretty good at it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So it could be. So what's another faction? What, in This accountant. I, I think
1: the thing that we need to answer first is like, what are the duties of an accountant? Just keeping track of costs, keeping, keeping track, track of, of profits. like, keeping track of profits and keeping track of debt. So maybe we can include some sort of like. So say the elves are like this, the Elven Knights, right? They never fight, but they always want the best armor and they're always loaning shit. They're always loaning shit. but it could or not necessarily loaning shit, but they're always like hiring other people to do their job. but it can come down to it where it they, when they hit debt, it hits hard because like say they don't have enough money to hire people so they need to use their actual troops. You send out troops, you'll get the job done but the costs are going to be super high because you now you need to replace every single set of armor that they have cuz it's dumb gold that
0: gets broken really easily. Here's the problem that I'm running into with this game. Uh-huh. It sounds very fun. Like it's it like it, it sounds like it's like scratches that same itch that like Moonlighter does. Uh-huh, like it's very uh-huh. exciting to deal with money and deal mm-hmm. with like fantasy things in that context. It's also very boring is uh, the thing. Okay, like, so you- It's very fun to send out barbarians and knights and think about how much does that cost, really. Okay, here I have one for you. I have one for you. So this world
1: operates off of, you know, they do grand scale wars. They do all these things. But you know how they really decide the major fucking decisions in this world? Accountant arenas. Quick math tests. No, accountant arenas. No, no,
0: no. That's what I'm saying. It's like the accountants get into an arena and then you're you given like out- You're given a f- 50 sheets of quick math oh, and you have to do the quick math faster than <laughs> the a- opponent.
1: That sounds like the fucking trivia murder party thing from Jack Vox. Yes, it's, it's like the trivia like murder
0: party. And like you mentioned Civ, right? And uh-huh. so like I definitely think that like there's a Civ component of like turn by turn, you do this, you do <gasps> that. AJ, we take but the you Mario. do need to keep on top of your money. And then you can decide. I don't actually owe you all this money, Blake. Uh-huh. I know that, like you barbarians, I like. I'm a barbarian, and I kept borrowing shit from you elves, all your kick-ass gold swords. Mm-hmm. And I said I was going to pay it back, but I'm actually not going to pay it back. And, and you're like,
1: you decide that in the uh, accountant arena. Yeah,
0: I'm going to prove that I don't <laughs> owe you a dime in the accountant this? arena. And if I can do math better than you can do math. Then I don't owe you shit.
1: How about how about this? How about this? To keep the variety up. So we take the Mario Party method, where it's like everybody takes a turn Civ style and then it goes into the accountant arena at the end of every round. And there it'll be some sort of accountant based mini game. So the first one will be <laughs> <laughs> like the quick will be the quick math. And then like another round goes by and what's another accountant thing uh they have to type really fast or they have to see discrepancies. Oh, you know be really fucked up. You have to read something and like you have to like pick you out where see things see a series
0: f- of math problems and, and you have, you to, have to, double to pick check out it. immediately which problems are Is incorrect wrong,
1: or else it'll it'll directly take money out of your current standing. Yes. So maybe somebody might not die but somebody will definitely be like, if you don't carry the math, it turns out you're now in the fucking negative and you need to spend this next round getting your ass out of it. You owe
0: money to God now. (laughs) How much you owe money to God? It depends because if you're the elves-
1: Is God God a lo- That's the the nickname they give to the local loan shark. It's just, (laughs) or else God's gonna catch you and it's just Grim
0: Reaper, but he's a loan shark, dude. And the Grim Reaper, if you go into too many of the uh, math, uh, mini games, and you come out on bottom too much. Ooh. You're gonna get Ooh. by the ma- by the lone shark.
1: I fucking love it. It's a sight that says "lone shark" on the side of it would be fucking a beautiful visual. I I want to put a pin in sieve, <laughs> okay. but with Mac. <laughs> all right, I got a game. I got a game for you. I'm gonna go back to a little bit of rhythm gaming. Okay, is that all right? I mean, I don't really get a choice, do I? <laughs> no, you don't. This one comes to us on Twitter from Robbie Navarro at L Brown Knight, A rhythm game where you have to match your heartbeat to today's top hits. All right, let me just do a quick Google check. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you know, like, the average heartbeat of, like, a resting heartbeat, or, like, when they're doing activity is, like, 120, right? It's, like, it's a between 110 and 120, I believe. Um, and it also depends if you're an athlete or not. Most songs go above that, I think.
0: According to my quick Google search... Here is some of today's top hits. Okay. In number one, we have Circles by Post Malone.
1: Okay, how many beats per minute is that? That's the thing that you got to figure out.
0: Oh, man. Billboard doesn't say. Let me Google some more. (laughs) You keep being funny.
1: (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. So I think it should be like a device that you strap to your chest, right? Um, And it'll measure the amount of heartbeats you have. And let's just go extreme. If you don't match the heartbeat like you're supposed to you done get got it's like a pacemaker but worse i mean it's like not pacemakers are good like a pacemaker but it'll kill you
0: post malone's circles is 120 beats per minute
1: okay so you need to keep up that maximum aj we market this as a cardio game so you need to match your you need to like exercise to match the beats per minute of that song that you were listening to while you're while you're uh fucking playing and you know what's cool about that it's like I play Beat Saber, right? And uh-huh. people love making playlists of like all the different songs you can do to get a really good workout out of it. Imagine the con- like the Reddit communities that would d- jump from this. Be like, hey, this is an excellent playlist if you're trying to m- build some cardio. But also if you get below this certain point, you're going to die. Which is very likely on those harder games. Yeah, <laughs> harder
0: I want to <laughs> point out one thing really quick that's tripping me up. Okay, what's that? You know what the number two song on today's charts is? Uh, what? Memories by Maroon 5. How the fuck is Maroon 5 still, like, huge? I mean, like, they played the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, like, so, like three there's... years ago. And, like, the Super Bowl is where I feel like artists go to die. Did you ever hear... <laughs> Hold on, wait. Did you no, hear... you have such a point. You have did such you a hear fucking point. anything about Gwen Stefani after she got the Super Bowl spot? Uh, The only thing I think I've heard... Hold from... on, wait. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of my ass. Gwen Stefani did do a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Gwen
1: Stefani did... I... I don't know. Is she the one that made All I Want for Christmas is You?
0: That's Gwen Stefani, right? Gwen Stefani did the halftime Super Bowl in 2003, as no doubt is the thing. Well, that was was forever ago. So, like, no doubt was a thing. They Uh did the Super Bowl. Gwen Stefani was like, okay, peace out, fuckers. I'm Gwen Stefani now. Okay, AJ, hold on. Really, really. really. LMFAO was at the Super Bowl one year, and we didn't hear shit from them afterwards. Maybe that's
1: just because they got paid so much money, and we're like, ah, we can coast now. We don't really have to focus as much. Because playing the Super Bowl must be fucking expensive. Also, how soon was it That Michael Jackson retired from his
0: career after playing that Super Bowl. Probably immediately. This is where, like, career goes to die. Maroon 5 did the Super Bowl. (laughs) They should not be making music anymore. Step aside, you fucking, like, dinosaurs. Hey, AJ, actually, you know what? Uh, Fuck you, you boomer-ass boomer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? So, fucking, okay, here's the thing. There's a secret organization that makes sure you retire after playing the Super Bowl. It's part of the contract. Okay. Maroon 5 is running from them. They're still trying to produce music <laughs> and they're trying they're fighting to get back to the Super Bowl so they can announce this this crazy fucking <laughs> blasphemous thing. <laughs> they're working their way back to the Super Bowl. Give them another 2 years, they'll be there and they're going to spout some strange con- conspiracy shit. <laughs> Uh, we lost the fucking thread. Yeah, so. I just—I'm really
0: confused about the fact that Maroon, like Maroon Five, has been around for a long time, right? Uh huh. Um, I like it or hate it. This is a music podcast now, and this is what I'm talking about. I'm on my no. Shit again. Let's fucking go to another goddamn
1: thing, dude. Okay, I got another game idea for you.
0: Maroon Five has been making music <laughs> since 1994. Yeah, and so is Smash Mouth, but they're still yeah. Kicking. And Smash Mouth hasn't like released a chart-topping song in decades. Because they did Shrek, and that's essentially the movies of Super Bowl. I'm oh, Sorry, that's the Super Bowl of I just movies. Want, I just want to
1: clarify that that Shrek came out like two thousand two. So, and we just hit twenty twenty. So it's not decades; it's a decade and some change.
0: All right. Well, Maroon
1: Five though has they were like fuck. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know why you're getting so amped about this. It just seems wild to me that, like, there's still a thing. Fucking Illuminati
0: reptiles or something. I don't know, man. That's You might be onto something. Maybe Maroon 5 is up to some suspicious shit. They only have one past member.
1: Really? According to their Wikipedia. Okay, so, okay. I'm going to bring it back to my Rhythm Pacemaker game. So basically, if you play this game and you have to match your heartbeat to this, if you don't, you go into a little music coma where you see visions of the reptile people that are gatekeeping people <laughs> after they do the Super Bowl thing. Done. Game. That's it. Get the, tw-
0: get the YouTube th- conspiracy like theories this, going. What I like about this concept that you've proposed <laughs> is also the idea that Katy Perry did the show as No Doubt for the Super Bowl and then Wait, sacrificed- Wait, Sorry, whoa, whoa, Fu- whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Gwen Stefani. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Gwen Stefani did the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with her band, no doubt,
1: and they got, t- they got and then t-
0: sacrificed her band members so that <laughs> she could go on as Gwen it's Stefani. It's like some
1: fucking berserk things. it's Like <laughs> I will sacrifice my tribe so I can prevail. I can achieve new g- new godlike abilities as Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> Stefani.
0: <laughs> AJ, give me a fucking game, dude. All right, I'll give you a video again. <laughs> this comes from I am not witty enough for a funny name. That's a funny Twitter, name. At @arp1033. Arp suggests D&D Simulator where you have to try to schedule each session with 4 AI with different settings of unavailability. As the difficulty levels go up, so do their schedules. No actual D&D will ever be played.
1: I mean, like, just get some fucking Joe Schmoes from your school or something and try and organize around them, but then you can cancel on them at the last
0: moment. But can we make a, a game out of this? I
1: mean, we could we could surely make an activity. I don't think it would count as a fun game. Hear me out. Okay. What, what genius do you have in your noggin?
0: This is a scheduling-based visual novel. So, like, there's a lot of visual novel things. There's four party members, and you're the DM, and you're trying to get these four people to come together. And as you schedule out, like, I think that the visual novel only progresses when you are able to schedule a DD and d session. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe it's a little bit like, I guess, like a Persona game. Like, you can go in and talk to all of these people on different, like, mm-hmm. free times. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, on Monday you can hang out with Jeffrey. On Tuesday you can hang out with Diana. Uh-huh. And you can learn so much more about Jeffrey and Diana and they'll expose their current life stories, uh-huh. but nothing, no t- real time of any of their stories will pass until you're able to schedule out and plan a and d session, See, in AJ, which AJ, nothing will happen. Where's,
1: okay, 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 AJ, you know how I vision this going? Yes. You put it out for $60 on Steam. Uh-huh. Nobody buys it. Then you have to do an immediate sale the next day, people play it, and you get
0: zero stars because where's the fucking game? How it, where's the fun, dude? The game doesn't have to be fun. Like We can sell this as like, a D&D simulator game, but here's the thing. People won't care. Do you know why people love the f- new Fire Emblem game? Why do they love the new it's Fire Emblem game? It's not for the Fire Emblem gameplay of like the RPG tactics stuff. Uh-huh. It's just the visual dating, like visual novel, getting to meet all these kids and dating them. Uh-huh. No one will give a fuck about our D and D
1: game. That's like some Disney XD show kind of bullshit. It's like it's what not about the th- fuck. Does that sentence that, mean? Hey, do fucking stick with me, okay? Stick with me. <laughs> okay. It's basically it's like it's like it's like one of those. It's like a story that basically says, yeah, it was not about the ending? It was about the journey to get here as a fucking cop out. Yes, you know what show did that and it was fucking hilarious, but it also brought to light <laughs> that it's such a dumb concept. Sweet you, life on deck. No, <laughs> no, you remember um, what can Neil do for you? That that guy, um, the guy who makes those fake business plans. Nathan for you. I am Nathan for you. And he did a whole thing based off of that concept. And it's like, yeah, it was on about- On Disney channel? No, not a Disney channel. But like Disney channel does things where it's like, nothing went
0: according to play it, but we got to meet each other. It's dumb. It's dumb. I hate it. It's dumb. So you're not interested in my t- visual novel dating game that is pretending to be- It's not a dating be... game. It's a D&D game, AJ. Well- or is it? Wink.
1: Dating and dating. That's what it stands for. That's, we <laughs> we, we marketed it as a D&D game, but there's like really no D&D-esque art in it. Yes. And then it's just dating and dating. Okay, I can deal with that. Thank you. So it's a, ga- it's a game about just like, hey, I want to do a group meetup, but it turns
0: out I just want to hang out with you.
1: And yes. The if you
0: schedule out the D&D camp session and you know that <laughs> Diana is the only one that's going to make it, then uh-huh. you get to strengthen your bond with Diana. Uh-huh. But Jeff and Kyle and Susan, mm-hmm. they're all going to fuck off and get a little bit angry at you. But you and Diane are tight now.
1: <laughs> Got a connection.
0: And the whole game premise is premised on this. Like, the backdrop is you're trying to get all of your friends together for a and d session. Uh-huh. But you're just picking which people you want to hang out with. Okay, so maybe we can do a
1: thing like this. Because I think most dating games have this kind of as a setup. It's you have one week to do whatever. Like, at the end of this week, you're supposed to have a and d session. Yes. Every day passes, you can decide what who you want to spend with on that day leading up. The best way to do it would be, like, hang out with everybody at least once, so you can pop the question of, like, hey, you want to do D&D with when me? When are you available? When you are can, you available? You can get their dates. Or you can just say, I like these two people, and I'm going to divide my time amongst them, and hopefully, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't give a fuck if Kevin's able to make it. I'm going to schedule a th- <laughs> These three people, and Kevin's on his own. <laughs> but in the game that we play, we will never see D&D pass. It is okay. just a visual the, novel the, game. The credits will roll. is
1: like, and now everybody showed up for D&D. Really, just cheesy fucking ukulele, happy <laughs> ad-friendly music, just starts playing in the credits roll. Yes, god damn okay, it. Okay, now you're with me. Okay, no, but I mean we made something. We made we we've, we've <laughs> made a thing. I guess <laughs> that, if anything can be said, at least that can. It was made. It was it
0: was made. Do you have a game suggestion?
1: I sure do. <laughs> this is what goes to us at Gazer, at just Gazer. A branded game all about the Twinkie Cowboy, but with the drama and writing of Red Be- Red Dead Redemption. You know what's fucking weird?
0: That... That, I have no idea who the fuck the Twinkie Cowboy is. Okay,
1: bring it back and you'll
0: get weird visions. Is he so, a cowboy that is a Twink? It's... <laughs> sure. Let's see <laughs> <It's> creep <laughs> What was that? <laughs> What do you say about a cream-filled twink? Cowboy?
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it. Say it it's, out loud. It's
0: too bad. You already said it. So <laughs> so wow, that is one cream-filled twink. <laughs> I finally got him pulled up.
1: You know, the moment I read that submission, it like brought me back to like being four years old, where like when they were still using that as part of their ad campaign. I was like, "Oh my God!" It's like I just got just saw visions of, of craziness. So we're gonna do a cowboy game, AJ. Yeah, we're gonna do a cowboy game. But in this world, everybody is a different dessert item, and we're but, yeah.
0: <laughs> so our main do character... they have to be dessert items or can they just be sweets? My main question is, can I get ch- Count Chocula in the mix? No, he's the cannot, only sweet base. It
1: has to be a food. Like you would eat Count Chocula; you'd eat chocolate. Count the cereal. Yeah. You wouldn't eat the mascot. So it has
0: to be mascots that are the food.
1: Yeah, mascots that are the food. Do ding dongs have a, oh. a a mascot?
0: Or a, I don't know actually. I you think... really want to get ding dongs and cream filled twinks <laughs> in the mix together, huh?
1: Sure, why not? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that's but they that's what they call their cause what's the name of the gang from Red Dead Redemption? They call themselves something. I don't know. Oh,
0: I didn't <laughs> play that game. <laughs> they're the, they're the creepy ding dongs. Shut up. We're moving on. I ruined it. <laughs> I hate this. I'm so, also, I'm so sorry, Are We just shit all over that. I'm I also so can't sorry. think of any other food-based mascots.
1: Uh, you can do <laughs> the extremely problematic
0: uh cinnamon dude, the c- the cereal. The cinnamon guy is cinnamon and the apple guy is an apple. So you're right. We do have those too. There are villains. <laughs>
1: Yeah, want fight racism. They're pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, this is really fucking rough, dude. You can do. <gasps> we can take it back. Remember uh, a few, like a, ep- a bunch of episodes back, we talked about the honeycomb monster. That is not an edible <laughs> honeycomb,
0: Blake Rhea. That no, is that's a monster. Right. Man. That's right.
1: He's not. He isn't a food item. Okay, so okay, we have a, a, a cowboy. We've got th- two characters. Whatever. So it's like we have <laughs> we have two characters and two things that we would prefer to put other things for. <laughs> um and so it's basically, you haven't played Red Dead, which is a shame because it's a really fucking good game. That's what the
0: rumor mill keeps saying. See, it's the, cool, th- the thing I love about it so much is that, is that the horse balls shrink when you go up to the cold places and they grow when you go to warm places. And, <laughs> and that's your favorite thing about I was that gonna, game. I was going go to go to realize. stop talking to me about that feature. <laughs> and I said, Blake, I get it. And you were like, no, 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 no. Look, they're smaller now. And I was like, Blake, can you please? And he's like, it's so in depth, AJ. A billion dollars went to the I was FaceTiming
1: him. I told him (laughs) to guest to
0: to join my party on PS4. He would send me photos of close-ups and he'd say, Hey, AJ, guess where I'm at in Red Dead right now. You'll never guess. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: fucking asshole. (laughs) No, the thing was, and this is the first time I've ever felt this, is, like, you know, like, people talk about keyboards as, like, oh, there's more options, there's more ways to set up a um, an interface for a game. This one actually set up, f- like, layers within one controller, so, like, you have access to everything on the top layer, right? Like, X equals X, zero equals mm-hmm. zero, that whole bullshit. But if you were to hold down certain buttons every button would represent something new. Oh, like you could hold down the left trigger
0: and the menus would change. Yeah. So
1: it's, it it added this really insane level of depth to where for the, one of the first times ever, it's like, it felt like I could literally control everything. You can say how you would get on the horse or like, you know, you can get off or do certain things or equip certain things in certain ways. And it was just really, really, really in depth. And it added to this level of immersion that was just so fucking cool. So, what I'm saying is, is how can we apply that to Twinkies?
0: <laughs> how can we apply that to Twinks? <laughs> a multi-tool of Twinkage. I think that we just copy and paste the entire... I almost wonder if we just can I name give some... a mod can I get... for our game? Can I name some of the mechanics and then we can come up with stuff? Yeah, what you're, mechanics you're, do you have that you might want replaced? Like, this is a thing that only a human can do, but I want to find an alternative for a Twinkie. You bond with
1: horses, so you have to bond with some sort of candied animal. Or, actually, another thing is is your f- beard grows in real time. So Do you have that a button like? for that? No, you have to go and shave. Okay. So, like, you actually... And then the the crazy thing is... Well,
0: Twinkies never age. That's a key plot point of Zombieland. Survi- they survived,
1: like, the nuclear apocalypse,
0: yeah. So we can't have a beard mechanic. Uh-huh. So what do we want to re- use to replace Why, what the you beard you mechanic? What do you
1: mean they can't have a beard mechanic? Are you saying you don't want hairs in your fucking
0: I'm Twinkies? I'm saying Twinkies don't grow hair. <laughs> They are immortal, they've survived the nuclear apocalypse, and the uh-huh. zombie apocalypse, this was a key point in Zombieland. If Super this...
1: Saiyans can grow facial hair, then Twinkies can grow facial hair. I don't hair. know
0: that Super they Saiyans do. They do, do grow- They don't grow,
1: I weirdly enough, I was watching- Hey, like... can I
0: ask a more important question? What's that? Why are you equivocating a Twinkie and a Super Saiyan?
1: They both have gold coloring, I don't know. <laughs> Asked an answer. <laughs> But Super Saiyans don't grow their hair like on their head doesn't change but they do grow facial hair. Okay, yeah. sure. So Twinkies grow uh-huh. facial hair. And, and they, they are
0: essentially the same thing. Okay, so there's another grow, thing. They grow Horse instead controls of... out. Super Saiyan button in.
1: Instead of facial hair they just their their face just gets more bumpy from the Twinkie and they have to shave off the excess. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking we remove guns completely from this. Okay, what do you put? Kai Blasts, or Key Blasts. (laughs) I've never been certain on how to pronounce that. No more shotguns, only Kamehamehas. Spirit Bombs. Spirit Bombs instead of... Molotov Cocktails. Molotov Cocktails, thank you.
1: (laughs) You want to pitch me a new game, buddy? I
0: do want to start from the base, because somehow very quickly we got Super Saiyan Twinkies on horseback. And I think you mentioned somewhere that the horses were made of candy, but I don't know if that was a thing or if that was a fever dream I moment. Mean, I mean, no, this whole thing is a fever dream. I do want to put a pin in this, oddly really? enough. Really? Really? Okay. Just can, because can, it's gone so foobar. You know what I mean?
1: It's <laughs> fair. Okay. Give me a game submission. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. It is very different from the original submission. <laughs>
0: you get a good one i'm just just i'm just looking back on the show that we just created Uh and wow that got really (laughs) that went places and i'm just man we sure are some silly guys huh (laughs) (laughs) this comes from michael murder snake pankhurst at mj pank mj pank suggests a game based on interior design where you're trying to set up people's house to have the best possible layout. But... Put the fucking candy bar <laughs> down, Blake. <laughs> give me. Give me it. You want to bite my protein bar? I No, I'm just taking it from you because we are podcasting right now. We talked about Twinkies too much and you got hungry, didn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you couldn't control yourself for. How much longer do we have in the episode?
1: Like half an
0: hour. <laughs> you couldn't wait 30 minutes, huh? No, I'm a hungry boy. I'm still growing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, please Can I go now.
0: through MJ Pank's suggestion now? Because this is a real banger anger. Yes, please. A game based on interior design where you're trying to set up people's house to have the best possible layout. But you're also a bear. <laughs> and everyone knows it.
1: <laughs> okay. So is it just part disguise game where you have to disguise yourself for long enough?
0: I think it's not a disguise game. I think it really is that, like, you are blatantly a bear that is mm-hmm. like walking and talking like Yogi the bear. Kind of like Yogi. I'd say exactly Yogi. The I'd Bear. say
1: go with something a little bit more relevant. Like
0: what the fuck is more relevant than Yogi the Back?
1: Uh, Paddington, you fool! <laughs> okay, Paddington so- grew up and wanted to be an architect who sells houses. An okay. architect slash a house sales interior designer. Interior designer.
0: So Paddington is walking around and he's like, "All right, so here, trust me on this one. You're going to want to put the bed right next to the door, and everyone's going to look at you and they're going to be like." Um, yeah, 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 sounds cool, sounds cool. I like the, like, it, it's good for the feng shui of the room. I don't trust you, you are a giant bear. See,
1: you know what I you know what I think about, though? I think what would be so fucking funny is that it's an interior decorator, but using the mentality of a bear. So it'd be like, yeah, you have to put the bed in front of the doorway because you don't want other predators coming in with you when you sleep for six months. <laughs> It just he, att- he attempts to solve every interior problem as a bear, through, would. As a bear would. So it's
0: like, what this, is this is where what? you're going to store all your rotting carcasses of fish. <laughs> I'm a little bit more interested in the idea of a bear setting up somebody's house as the bear would want a human's house to be set up. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking of Yogi the Bear, because what's Yogi the Bear's number one goal in life?
1: Uh, Get a free house to live in or something? Have you...
0: Never watched Yogi the Bear?
1: No, I didn't have Boomerang as a kid. I watched fucking Cartoon Network like an adult.
0: Yogi the Bear's number one goal in life is to get a picnic basket. <laughs> so here's Yogi the Bear's. How goal. does that? How does a picnic basket? Sorry, picnic <laughs> basket.
1: Excuse me, I'm sorry. You want to take try how, that one? More how time? does a picnic basket? Ah, how, <clears throat>
0: How does a picnic basket relate to this scenario? <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Yogi the Bear is going to set up the house in the way that it would gonna be most It's going to look like a picnic eas- basket. Well, he's going to set it up in the way it would be most easily robbed. Oh. That is my thought. You are Yogi the Bear, and you're trying to set up a home in the way that, like, that way Yogi the Bear can get in, raid the fridge, raid the snack drawer. Uh-huh. Raid the daughter's secret snack compartment uh-huh. and get out of the house as Do quickly as possible. you know what's possible. so fucking possible. crazy about this? And this is a- such a cool idea because you have to design something that is
1: sellable. Like they want to look and be like, oh, I feel safe here. But at the same time, you know how to get in. Yes. This is some like parasite shit.
0: This is some like, um, this is like some like real ass like home robber's. Building homes, shit. Holy shit. Except I, it's all from a, a bear's perspective. That's a cool fucking angle. Thank Holy you so shit. Much. I'm so glad okay. that you're involved. Okay. So, and what I love about this also is you, it has a natural progression built in, right? Mm-hmm. So, like in the first place, you're selling like a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. And you're, or you're interior designing a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. That's pretty easy. The living room and the fridge are the mm. same thing. But then, like, way late in the game, you're going to be building up and laying out extravagant mansions so you can mm-hmm. get the most food out of this home.
1: Additionally, there should be a thing of like this. So every previous level affects your budget for the following level. And how you get a better budget is is when you do your interior design you have to attract the highest paying person. Yeah. So but you also have to spend the least amount. So there's this real and like what is it called meta not metagaming but where like you're building the best sort of thing for yourself. Like min maxing. Min maxing. So yes. you're like min maxing but interior design. So you have to design it as cheap as well as cheaply as possible and then you also have to design it in a way where you can sneak in and then depending on how rich they are will depend on how much money they have in their fridge.
0: And yeah. And depending on how much you're able to snag out of the fridge, I think that like between levels, there will be like this variable cost of Mm -hmm. like, Oh, if you stole a bunch of food, you're going to save money from the living expenses because mm-hmm. you stole food. Uh-huh. So you don't have to worry about paying for your own food Is Yogi the best? So
1: wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Are you telling me the currency in this game is just stolen food? No, I'm saying that. <laughs> what, that'd be kind of cool. What if currency went bad? Like you have to spend or eat it in a certain do, amount of time.
0: Maybe you do gain currency if you've stolen more food just mm-hmm. because it, it's. It represents currency. It represents currency. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a good way to put it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you know what you could do? Mm. Um, you, could, you So the primary goal is getting... I'm not going to take him another bite. Don't worry. I know he's moving my... I saw my, you my.
0: eyeballing the chocolate bar.
1: <laughs> it's really tasty. I got I an <laughs> empty mouth now. So yeah, I got to eat. Um, so basically, you can also steal things from the house other than the food. That you can use to cut costs in your next build. So, like,
0: you build it. But then it. we've created, I like Yogi the Bear only stealing food because uh-huh. it's a clear goal. Mm-hmm. And it makes, like, a like a little bit of, like, a playful, mischievous Yogi the Bear. I don't want to advocate for crimes.
1: Oh, okay. So you're just advocating for stealing of food. Yeah. Which is also a crime. Well,
0: that's not a crime in bear law. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like bears. <laughs> a, a bear has never been convicted for stealing food. <laughs> exactly. Nobody wants to approach a fucking bear. <laughs> it's not a crime in bear law to steal food. So uh-huh. that's totally fine. But I don't want to create a Yogi the Bear that's like stealing from some dudes like Uh, jewelry box. Mm -hmm.
1: That sucks. Okay, so how about this? The little world building here. This is a world where bears and people coexist. No.
0: It's just Yogi the Bear.
1: No, 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 no. I want to do this because that means there gives a reason why they're skeptical.
0: They're skeptical because it's just a bear-ass bear.
1: Yeah, a bear-ass bear, but it also makes sense
0: why they're selling homes because these bears gotta make ends meet, bro. Thank you so much for making it make sense that Yogi the Bear is a talking bear with a hat and a toe tie i'm i'm here that was the one thing that was missing from yogi the bear canon was like i was i I was loving that show growing up but at the same time i was like hey why the fuck does boo-boo have clothes (laughs) little bow tie what i don't get it you know what's even crazier who did they
1: take that from Who? who did they steal those clothes from
0: Oh fuck! I was there was just... a man
1: that wore bu- uh, Boo Boo's tie and hat before. Well, Yogi has the hat. Oh, okay, Boo Boo right. just
0: has a tie. Like I
1: said, I Yogi did, watch, I did not tie. watch Boomerang. The only time I watched Boomerang was when Samurai Jack
0: was on. <laughs> You're missing out. Yogi the Bear was some uh, I don't primo shit. I don't
1: like Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like even like the OG Scooby Doo was kind of hard for me to watch. Like I loved like the 1990 to tur- 2001 movies. Primo.
0: Primo fucking Scooby-Doo. But most Santa Barbara cartoons I wasn't into. You just don't like original recipe Scooby-Doo.
1: Hey, it's pretty... It, like I like the design of some of it. Like, right. I there just was... want to
0: let you know, Blake Uh huh. I forgive you. I don't need it. You do. <laughs> and I forgive you. And hey, I'm absolving you of this burden. Oh, You're you. welcome. Thank
1: you, Dante. I really appreciate
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you build out the house. You lay out uh-huh, the house. Uh-huh. And I think that like, at the end of the um, level, like once you've set up everything, mm-hmm. I think that then you're going to have to do like a test. And mm-hmm. so, like, the homeowners are going to be like, I really like this. Can I ask why there's four windows right next to the fridge now?
1: And you got to be like, um... open space kitchen. Everybody loves it. You know, lots of sunlight <laughs> coming in. Actually, let me say this is a bear.
0: You dumb, er- stupid. Idiot. That's how Scooby Doo <laughs> talks. <laughs> Yogi the Bear talks like this. <laughs> Tell
1: me about this open floor plan kitchen, Yogi the Bear.
0: Open open window kitchen. Lots of airflow. Keeps the vegetables warm. <laughs> or keeps the vegetables fresh. Although they could be warm. Keep those tomatoes warm. They're good for a sandwich. Ew, Take
1: warm, those
0: out. Warm tomatoes for a sandwich, Yogi? What the fuck? It's like a panini.
1: <laughs> it's like a little lukewarm panini for your picnic. <laughs>
0: Lukewarm Warm is the name of this fucking game, dude.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I know you're probably wondering why the doors have five locks. That's certainly not to keep you in. I know it's you, I know you uh, specifically asked
1: for uh, a bear, anti-bear lock, but it uh, wasn't in the budget.
0: <laughs> I thought that the anti-bear lock was a little paranoid, <laughs> so I gave you... Anti-fish locks. Anti-fish locks. You know those
1: fish. <laughs> they sneaky bastards. <laughs> hey, let's do some lightning round stuff. Can I put a. I know I'm... I. want to pin a pin this. Okay. This is a fun okay. game. Okay. 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 Lukewarm let's... Panini is a fun game. I
0: like it. <laughs> what do you got? Call <laughs> <laughs> Yogi Bear Lukewarm Panini. <laughs> I think you just like the sentence,
1: Lukewarm Panini. It's just such a funny fucking phrase. All right, I got one for you. This one comes to us from Michael Murder Snake Pankhurst at MJ Pank. A add-on to The Sims, where it helps you import pictures of friends to create new characters in the game, but also secretly emails the people about all the weird stuff you end up making them do to each other. <laughs> this is a straight attack on our friend Nina. It's a,
0: it's an attack on anybody ever that's played Sims. It's you know? like, hey, Blake, thank you so much for letting me um put you in my version of Sims. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make don't, you have a baby with my friend. Don't worry about the emails that you're gonna get and you're gonna go home and be like, I'm sure AJ just wanted to make a fun little sims. <laughs> oh, that's weird. It says that blip I'm blip. a father? Blake Raya, you've had a child with Brooke. Bloop bloop. Uh, Blake Raya, you've had a child with Susan. Uh. Bloop bloop. Blake Raya, congratulations. You gave birth to a son. Bloop, bloop. Blake Raya, you've had another baby. So hold blip, on, let, let's put Blake, this. Blake, you drowned in
1: a pool. Let's put this in the spiritual successor canon. AJ, whenever you play sims and you've create me in it is your primary your primary goal it sounds like it's just to have me bang and have children with all of your friends
0: i'm letting you in the sims live out the life that you could have if you decided to <laughs>
1: just fuck everything if inside. you decided to
0: capitalize on all of your perks you would be non-stop in just people's personal zones <laughs> And if you won't take advantage of that majestic charisma in the real world, I'm going to let you live out that power in fantasy. You're welcome, I guess.
1: What the fuck? (laughs) I'm I'm both flattered and grateful that you think of me, but also, hey, fucking don't make me in your games. It's weird. You have to be constantly
0: fucking in some universe. It's not this one.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck. That reminds me. Uh, What's that fucking game? It's not Sims. A buddy of ours had it where it would actually keep track of like your desirability level. What? Yeah. I remember Nina had that. It was like a game where it's like, who's our hottest person? Who's the person that's liked the most? Who's the person that's like? And they made all of us in this game. It was the game where, like, it's a DS game where, like, me and our buddy
0: Melody, I guess, were, like... Oh, that was, like, one of those, like, me-verse games. Yeah! Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And, like, everybody's, like, the the most manly or the most charming. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, like, it distills you down to, like, basic, like, things, like, descriptors.
0: It narrows you down to numbers. And if I remember correctly, I was the hottest. You were the hottest. fucking... On the island, according to our friends, 3DS game. (laughs) Which was some shit because I I'll was in second all... place and I definitely wasn't bitter about that.
1: I'll put that on my Tinder profile. I
0: was honest on my friend's DS game. Uh, was it Tamadachi Life?
1: I think it was Tamadachi Life. That does sound right.
0: I got another suggestion for our lightning rounds. Okay, sweet. Fish Harlan has given us the option to set us free. Oh. At Fish Harlan suggests the super self indulgent monster dating game we all know you want to make. We can end all of the monster dating sims that are submitted to us right now if we just go ahead and make the monster dating sim that you and I both desperately want in the world. Here's my problem. Uh Uh-huh. I think the monster dating sim that we desperately want in the world already exists. We just haven't played it yet. Is it Monster High School? It's
1: Monster Prom. Oh, actually, you know, there's not a moth girl in it. I want to cuddle moth girl. I okay. saw I saw a really good like when moths were like really big on Twitter like <laughs> months ago. I saw a really well, a really cute moth girl photo and I was like, "Oh, that's adorable." They and just then we saw Then we also had Gummy Medusa from last week, which was kiss a Kissy 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 Kissy.
0: I think here's the thing. Uh-huh. Blake and I just want to fuck monster girls. No, I want to cuddle monster girls, you fucking slime boy. I could kill with a slime. <laughs> Well, I've done irreparable damage to my brand.
1: Yeah, you did. Next suggestion. Thanks for
0: trying to drag me down in that weird (laughs) mess of goo and weirdness. This comes from At Peanuts and S'mores, a game where you fight customers WWE style and depending on who wins, there's a customer is always right belt and a customer is not always right belt. Really quickly, what's the name of that person? Uh, at Peanuts and S'mores, this at comes from Share, although it's upside down, which is wild to look at, and I have no idea how they did this. At Peanuts and S'mores, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> every customer service employee, or every um, every every customer. customer. Yeah. <laughs> if Karen wins, you have to override the register and use her expired coupons. Ooh. <laughs> I want to do a wrestling game in like the center of like a Ross. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like. Just the collateral damage that could really be done inside of a Ross is uh-huh. somehow like horrifying and intoxicating at the same time. What if,
1: like, depending on who wins, has to pay for all the collateral damage too? Ooh, there so, we go. So, it'd be so like... if
0: you if you if you're the cust or the employee uh-huh. and you win, you get the customer is not always right belt. Mm-hmm. You don't use those shitty expired coupons, Karen. They're they've been not good for two months. What are you doing in here?
1: And then they need to pay for everything.
0: Also, I did throw every pair of shoes in this store while I was beating your ass, so (laughs) there's just a lot of messes going around. I did some damage to the glass section that's Mm -hmm. inside of our Ross because we have no fucking rules in our establishment. (laughs) Are we a clothes store? Are we a thrift shop? We don't know.
1: And you also need to pay my hazard pay (laughs) because I was in danger.
0: Because let me tell you, going for that people's elbow off of the cash register and this whole checkout line was a lot higher a jump than I should have done, and I am injured because I missed.
1: You know what you could do too. it's an environmental battle game, so you can take things from the from around and like use them to hurt him. Yes. so it's just <laughs> in our in our discord. Um. Somebody posted a video of this guy named Superhuman, and oh, he,
0: yeah, his whole thing is that he pile drives like printers and microwaves and barbed wire. That's not all so of it's... his brand. Half of his brand is having his friend give him an attitude <laughs> adjustment, which is a WWE move, and just <laughs> to drop him onto those painful he, things. He's
1: wearing a luchador mask. Gets fucking wild. It is
0: certainly a brand. This is
1: it's his whole fucking brand. But like taking that same energy of like somebody's you're about to get pile drive by karen right And you want to really stick it to her fucking like break her arm you grab that heavy ass 1950s thrift store ass microwave Uh that ross sells i think of course ross
0: sells that they have no rules (laughs)
1: i once was waiting in the ross line and i was like it felt like being in a in like a a van store because of just not a van store but like They were selling like old ass candy and black water and like all these weird things. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought this was a clothing store. Ross
0: feels like you went in and into like a Walmart Uh and almost like anti Mary condoed the Walmart. Like you picked up everything and if it sparked joy, you left it alone. (laughs) But if you picked it up and you were like, uncertain how to feel about it Uh it went to the ross
1: Ooh, yeah everything there is kind of weird
0: it's like just a chaotic store Uh
1: uh-huh uh-huh you know my favorite part is when i walk in there and i see candy that's been expired for like a year
0: fuck ross is weird (laughs) huh
1: (laughs) you got another actually do i think i have another lightning round if i don't let's use one of yours or do you have another one ready
0: i got one ready this is from kyra the spira at kyra the spira A horror game where you're in the downtown area of a big city, skateboarding or rollerblading, and graffitiing buildings, vaping, shoulder-tapping older people to buy you alcohol. Avoid the monsters trying to take you to their lair by maneuvering them in the streets.
1: So basically, it's just like you're a street urchin.
0: You are a street urchin, and you're a grubby street urchin, (laughs) and you're just trying to get alcohol, do graffiti and blade. And there are monsters trying to abduct you. You know what? I actually
1: I want to put a little bit of a personal spin on this, if you don't mind. I think I've told it on the show where a homeless person punched me in the ass. I don't know if you've told that story. I I was in San Francisco because uh, for Comic Con, right? And me and my boss at the time were sitting on a street, and this this homeless gentleman came up and asked for a cigarette. When we told him no, he walked behind me and punched me directly in the ass and walked away.
0: This is his backstory. Well, this is him surviving. One of the monsters trying to lure you back into his lair. Well, I'm saying
1: this is our main character, the homeless gentleman that punched me in my ass cheek is is he's you're in downtown san diego surviving against these monsters he's looking for his next his next jewel just to survive instead
0: of eating he has a jewel <laughs> what i like about this idea of this game is like it's like a urban day mm-hmm. delinquent story with like all the mechanics of like um like a real life sim, right? Like uh-huh. make sure you're keeping tabs of the bus schedules so you can get home in time. Basically, for persona.
1: It's persona, but like on a like
0: a... but like turned up to eleven. Like there's mm-hmm. entire bus schedules that you can't miss. There's mm-hmm. entire shopping stores that are only open during the right times. What's you, that? What's that? If you want the food that gives you the best buffs, you have to go into the supermarket at the right time of the day mm-hmm. to make sure that you get it before it's all what's, what's that murder
1: you? mystery game that you were talking about that you have deadly to... premonition that, that it's level it's like of deadly
0: like... premonition it's that level of like city simulating Ooh. except you're in like an actual city there's whole timetables that you need to keep track of and on top of this entire like i'm just trying to live my life in vape mm-hmm. there are monsters that are trying to abduct you
1: it's The It's where's my jewel girl where's my jewel where's my jewel so not cool (laughs) that's what you hear down the alley in the dark
0: it's like so not cool where's my jewel where's my jewel where's my jewel so not cool that is definitely one of the monsters that you face in this city we
1: call her julie
0: julie julie the jewel girl
1: yes 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 all right cool i think it's time for a nug i think it's lukewarm
0: panini Are you sure you don't want to go to the game where you created a cowboy that is also a Super Saiyan and a Twinkie?
1: I think it's fun. I think there's more legs on lukewarm panini. All right. We're
0: not calling it that, first of all.
1: Why not? Why not? A lukewarm panini.
0: Because that's such a horrible video (laughs) game name. (laughs) That's a better video game name.
1: Uh, Yogi the Bear architect -er?
0: Yogi the Bear Architect. (laughs) It has a ring to it. (laughs) <laughs> so, what do we then want to think about for like other game mechanics? Because we do need to. Keep I want to talk mind, about like,
1: endgame. Where is what is this person building to? Because yeah, they they are stealing picnic baskets from fridges to get by. But what are they saving up for? What are they trying to achieve? Is that like they're going to buy a house of their own that's always full of picnic baskets? I think
0: the goal is to create a house that is always going to be raidable.
1: Okay. But
0: it has to be a house that, like, would never know that it's being raided for food. So, like, after every level, we'll have, like, a little text thing pop up of, like, the house was very good. Yogi got, like, food for, like, two weeks. Uh Uh-huh. But he did end up breaking one of the eight mirrors in that kitchen, or eight windows in that kitchen and got caught.
1: So, are we basically hypothesizing that the last level, or, like, we start introducing certain mechanics that, like, they're more security guards now. There's security cams. Yeah, They'll, Yogi people, the Bear will eventually reach shit. a point
0: where he'll be like, I'm a professional, and I've hired a security guard for you. Oh, you don't be so but fucking But you need to cool. make sure that when you create the security guard and you create the security guard route, because that's uh-huh. going to be a tool that you can also create, mm-hmm. you leave an opening for Yogi to sneak in and grab food.
1: I have a better idea, because I feel like this game can get really boring really fast if like, you have complete and utter control of the environment. Okay. You need shit thrown at you that you weren't expecting. So... You're going in, you're given the floor plan at the beginning of the game. You're like, this is where the fridge will go. Um, But when you go into the level, there will be randomly spawned security cameras or security guards running through this thing that you have built. So then, say you fail that level, you have to remember, okay, there's going to be a security cam here and a security cam here. I need to build a little bit of a barrier here that makes sense so I can hide behind it to get by them. So you
0: build your own. You were given the house that you were the interior designer of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You are setting up defenses and just general home Design so
1: you can get through the level. Get
0: through the level afterwards. Yes, that's
1: incredibly kickass. The the whole game is just going back and forth, being like, "Oh fuck, I didn't get this far in my other game and the and my previous thing." So now uh, you figure out that now there's a security guard armed with a revolver here. And this is their, you know, cone of vision. You didn't know that. So now once you fail that, you got to go, okay, what can I do to deal with this security
0: guard? And, you know, it'd be cool as soon so as then sh- you go back to the house and you're like, oh, so I was looking over the thing and I think I just restarts. So use... I think you just go back oh, to you architecture. Restart the whole level. Just
1: go back to the architecture. It'll go back to your, pre- your most recent build. Okay. So then and it'll be really cool, too, is like the moment you encounter something, it'll then project on the blueprint. So it's like, you know, when a map slowly reveals itself. From being in shadow, Um, like in Monster Hunter, when you go through it, now you you can see it. So basically, same thing. So, like, the further you get in the house, the more things you'll be able to see in the house. I
0: wanna propose this idea. Uh I don't think that you just go back to building. I think that, like, every time you go back to redesigning, Mm -hmm. you lose some money Mm -hmm. because that is an Uh extra day of you, like, working on this house that you're not being paid for. Like, you came back and you're able to tell the customer, like... That's
1: kind of hard because, like, how are you... Like, say you build something and none of it is useful for your current mission. Then
0: you'll remember that and remember all the tactics for the next time you build something.
1: Yeah, but then, like, you just constantly are losing money and it just feels like you have to go... It doesn't feel like you can just, like, the moment you fail something, you have to do so many steps just to try and deal with that problem again. It feels like more of a grog rather than being like... Oh, I want to. As soon as I encounter a problem, I want to immediately be able to try and fix it.
0: Okay, you know what? That's fair because yeah. this game is just like a moving forward game. There's not a lot of socializing. Yeah, it'd be a, it would be bad game design on us to create a game that wasted our players' time too horribly. We have <laughs> um, games that exist to waste it, our players' unless, time, but I don't think this is one yeah, of those. Yeah,
1: like unless it's like that's what the game is about, like fucking slime, which just takes you.
0: Yeah, th- <laughs> this isn't. Bass Pro Shops dunks unlimited. Yeah, you know that the... game. I'd be totally fine creating wasteful <laughs> game mechanics.
1: The higher ups, the people who run this company, are telling us they want to. We got to make a decent game every now and again to keep the lights on. Yeah. You okay. Know? That's you can't, fact. you can't conquer the world unless
0: <laughs> with uh,
1: without some money.
0: Well, like we're on that Bethesda kick, right? Like we will. <laughs> the things that we want to make are the shitty games that nobody will. Like everyone's gonna buy and then regret it. But every now and then But again, they'll still talk about it. We have to publish those games that are actually good so that we can keep pumping out our garbage shit.
1: So it's basically Fallout 76, but then you also have uh, well, Wolfenstein thinking, New Order. Yeah, this is going to be
0: our <laughs> Wolfenstein New Order.
1: <laughs> Lukewarm Panini is our Wolfenstein New Order. and The same amount of character depth and cutting edge action and
0: tools. Yeah, it exists to keep the lights on.
1: All right, that's it. I th- I think we're ready.
0: Oh, we don't we want to, to talk name. about Yogi the Bear, or yeah, Boo Boo. You don't want to talk about Boo Boo the Bear? Is he an unlockable character? <gasps> well, Boo Boo the Bear is a little kid. Wait,
1: hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. on. Yogi the Bear is in charge of building houses and condos. <gasps>
0: Boo Boo the Bear They're... is the one that has to break into the home. Oh, you could do
1: that. Yeah. So you have to build things to heal. I was thinking more of like he, bo Boo Boo is in charge of smaller builds like apartments, and that would dictate the amount of stuff but you could do a thing it's like that way that makes sense cuz it's like boo boo you got to be the one to break in because i got to keep an anonymity here
0: <laughs> that was more boston that was so <laughs> good that was perfect that was so boston that was a perfect yogi the better <laughs> personation i'm so sorry that was not you knocked that out of the park and i'm so uh, boo you got to uh, give me fuck i accidentally
1: fell into it again shit don't leave me in charge of this i'll um, i'll do boo boo okay.
0: what does boo boo talk like I don't know about this yogi.
1: Oh, I don't know about this yogi. Here, quick dupe your boo boo
0: was better. Do really? Or your yogi was better. I'm sorry. Well, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right, so we do need to think about a name for this game Lukewarm Panini. Lukewarm Panini is not a good name for this video (laughs) game, (laughs) but it's it gives you a sense, it gives you
1: a texture, it gives you a visual. That's what this game needs to be about, or at least that's how we sell it. You know what I mean.
0: It could like it could be as simple Just as Yogi, like, Yogi the Bear inter- interior design. Yeah, but that's not as funny. I'm
1: looking for funny names, bro.
0: Yogi Bear,
1: Yogi Bear, lukewarm panini architect. Luke. Luke, lukewarm panini architect. Yeah, lukewarm panini is not in the g- game uh, title. I'm sorry, but it's a really fun thing. Oh, how dare I congratulate you for your genius? Your Hold on genius one second. I'm gonna go
0: talk to the. Our star about this game okay. okay okay hey yogi what do you think about having lukewarm panini in this game oh i don't know about that one aj it sounds like a pretty shitty game idea yogi did you just give a give a cuss oh uh, yes i did and don't tell cartoon Network. not work yo yogi i don't think you should do that i don't think you should say swear words on camera <laughs> i'm sorry boo boo that was an accident It will not happen again now go back to your cage. <laughs> go back to your cage, boo-boo. I do not want to talk to you. I'm having a discussion with this nice gentleman right here. Oh, thank you so much, boo- Yogi, do not mix can. Do not mess up our names again, AJ. I am a bear and I will kill you. Sorry, sorry, sir. So, you wanna, you no wanna, on the you panini wanna, game? What... It's uh, no on the panini. What does uh, Yogi the Bear think it should be titled? I think it should be titled... Wow, Yogi go... the Bear's Trusty Interior Design. Hey,
1: that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> that's a good name, title, Yogi. Thank you I'm so sorry, much. I, didn't, I didn't mean to intrude on your conversation. I was just getting lonely and curious.
0: Oh, I understand. I get lonely all the time too. That's why I keep Boo Boo in a box. They haven't put my reruns on the Country <laughs> Network in years. <laughs> I got banished to Boomerang, and nobody watches Boomerang. They're only interested in that uh, samurai guy. <laughs> well, back to obscurity. <laughs> Goodbye, Yogi. Then he fades to the mist of
1: time. (laughs) There he goes. (laughs) Goodbye forever. All right. So Yogi,
0: fantastic. Yogi the Bear's trusty interior design.
1: Okay. I love it. All right. Are we ready for patch notes? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready for patch notes.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to Patch
1: Notes. If you guys like this podcast, make sure to leave a rating or a comment on your podcast
0: app of choice. It really does help us out, especially in the iTunes analytics and it can really help us bump up a little bit in the charts. We also have some fun little news for you guys. Next week, next episode is going to be another guest episode. That's right. I almost forgot we have a guest next week. Are we allowed to say who it is?
1: Yeah, I mean like, yeah, we're recording I want to say them. who it yeah, is. Go yeah, go ahead.
0: Next week we're going to have Hayley Rose on the show, which we're really really excited about. I know that we did a guest episode a couple weeks ago and that was a really really fun time. It was a really experimental time. We've rethought about how we're going to do the guest episode and we're yep. really excited to do this.
1: We we kind of kind of we're coming up with a new formula on how we can do it because we know one of the main things that was commented on is like it didn't really feel like a normal spiritual successor episode. But we are going to try and get more chuckles in there as well as trying to connect with this person and interview them. That's kind of our goal. Yeah. I'm, so if,
0: I'm really excited to try it out, and I'm excited to see how it goes. All right, everybody. If you
1: guys want to see the art for our Yogi the Bear architecture game, make sure to tune in on Twitter on Thursday where I will be putting out custom art.
0: I'm so excited to see you mess around with Yogi. I'm gonna put a poo-poo. lukewarm
1: panini in it, out of spite. Good. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything. <laughs> he's eating, less from he's you. gonna be eating a
0: lukewarm panini. <laughs> There's a lukewarm panini over there. Go away, Yogi. We're done with you. <laughs> you've you've served pretty, your purpose. That was pretty mini, you guys. Well, but okay, I'm leaving.
1: Hey, Yogi the Bear. Can you actually? Can we hire you? Like, uh, how much is your screen time worth now? A cent? Okay, cool. Can I pay you a cent to uh, give us our fun little? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can can we tell them where? Uh, give can you do our sign out for us? We're lazy. Okay,
0: yeah, I can do the sign out. Oh, uh, Yogi, could you read this one too? Oh yeah, of course. The intro and outro music we use is Cheapa Shop" by Anna Monaguchi. an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. These two have been your hosts.
1: No, Yogi, you got paid to say it all, man. That's what you're... Show us your worth.
0: I'll say your name too. The hosts, Blake Raya and uh, AJ Hart. This has been Spiritual Successor. Cool games that should not be made. Go back to your cage.